listening to the Loving BDSM podcast. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the well enough to sit down and record this Q&A episode, John Brownstone. Yeah. Yeah, we had to take last week off because mm-hmm. you were recovering. I was in rough shape. You were. Thank goodness for antibiotics yep. and the good meds. Mm-hmm. 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 But you're uh, healthy and whole. Yep. And here we are. I, we're going to answer another once question. again. This week, we are answering a question about a, a DS couple where they've negotiated it, they've arranged it, but the Dom keeps kind of tapping out and leaving the submissive hanging and their needs are not getting fulfilled. It's kind of like one we did a few weeks ago, but this one is the, uh, we've done all the things we're supposed to do. Right. I've made my needs clear, mm-hmm. but this keeps happening. happening. So that's what we're talking about okay. and answering right. this week. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. Uh, if you are new here, we help kinksters like you have happy, healthy power exchange relationships. And sometimes we do that by answering your questions. <laughs> um, if you enjoy this, please add the podcast to your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Uh, and if you'd like us to answer your question in a Q&A episode, uh, you can use our contact page labeled appropriately ask your questions on mm-hmm. our website at lovingbdsm.net and that link is also in the show notes uh, for this episode but again you can go to lovingbdsm.net and it's like right there in the menu try to make it obvious ask your question okay let's get into the question um it's a little bit longer than some of the ones we've had there's some details so i'm i'm gonna just read it i recently listened to an episode where you covered the topic of kink as an identity versus a behavior sometimes performed I feel like this resonated a lot with the struggles me and my Dom are going through in that oftentimes he taps out of Dom headspace and leaves me and my needs as a sub hanging. This isn't in a malicious way. I understand he has a lot more responsibility with work and doming me 24 seven can be tiring. However, often I'm left with a sense that my needs aren't being fulfilled while he always gets something out of it when he wants to play. It could come across that he's unwilling to give a little to at least help me get by on myself and feels very, all or nothing. For reference, our main dynamics include DDLG, pet play, and bratting, with the latter being the worst offender for not receiving anything back when the effort is put in on my side. I really wanna make this work between us as everything else in our relationship is happy, but we're at a wall as to how to navigate these moments. Mm. So let me get this straight. Dom agreed to Dom in certain ways Mm -hmm. um, to uh, reciprocate gets what they're wanting and needing out of the play, out of the moment. But then because they're tired or they have work, they're not giving their submissive partner what their submissive partner wants and needs as well. And so said submissive is then left hanging, but things are good and and think you're happy. How are things good? I know. Um, I I'm assuming good in other ways other than the DS. I know, but here's I'm, this is gonna me being very uh, very critical, and mm-hmm. of course we don't know the whole situation. Right. But my thought is, if you have a partner that leaves you hanging in pleasure, they surely leave you hanging in other parts of life. Hmm. A person doesn't typically, in in my experience at least fall down on the job only in one section of life. Yeah, There's usually something else where they're either not putting in equal effort or they've got a lot of reasons why they can't do something. And I say that as a person who has absolutely had partners that I I gave all the grace to and I made all mm. the excuses. Um, it's entirely possible this 
this person is absolutely happy with everything else. It's this one spot. So if that's the case, and my initial thought is, does this person even really, the Dom person, I mean, really even want to be doing what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got, <laughs> you've got, thoughts. I've got thoughts. I'm, I'm going to, to start with the, um, most pleasant. Okay. Okay. Of the thoughts, you're better first. than me. <laughs> okay, one one of the first one of the the first things I thought of um, in this, you know, when they talk about how you know they have a lot of work responsibilities and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, you know, is it a possibility that in their negotiations and setting up their DS and and everything that they're doing, that that it's it's overwhelming to the dom to the dom. Sure, you know, I mean that that is entirely impossible. Early on, especially after we moved in, after being long distance, we kind of fell into that trap that, you know, too many things at once. Right. It was overwhelming for both of us. And and it was overwhelming for both of us at that point. So, you know, this could be one of those things where, okay, you know, let's step back. Let's renegotiate this. Right. Um, you know, because we, we all well and know all know well too good you know what happens when life throws shit at you oh sure you know with with the ds so this may just be a case where they need to step back renegotiate and simplify things a little bit this you know also means that that dominant partner has to be willing to admit that things are overwhelming yes and that things are not working absolutely absolutely uh, you know that 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 is that is very much a huge part of it um, you know, but step back, renegotiate. Um, they would need the, the sub would need to at that point, I would say kind of say, OK, well, what is the most important need that I have right. to be met and incorporate that into the simplest you know, of, of the negotiations of the dynamic. What's my bare minimum that will make me happy and feel fulfilled. Right. That I will accept. Mm-hmm. And what can they give? Right. So, you know, that that I think is the nicety. Yes. Of it, okay. That's being charitable and assuming that the dominant partner wants to be a full participant mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. is not communicated for, and I can see there being reasons why a dominant partner would not communicate that they're feeling overwhelmed if they have it in their head that that somehow makes them less dominant or that that's not a dominant trait or, you know, that they're failing somehow. I mean, I you know, I can if I'm being charitable, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Sure. Um, so yes, the the charitable answer is maybe you need to renegotiate because maybe Dom's feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed. by everything. Okay. Okay. Um, now the not so charitable uh-huh, response. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, you know, I I'm sorry if, if if this is 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 negotiated, they are not pulling their weight. It's it's frustrating because there's there's a, a responsibility that both partners bear, but from a power exchange perspective, there is a right. responsibility that a dominant bears. That they said, okay, I'm going to take control. I'm going, I'm going, to, going do to, XYZ. to do these things yeah. and be in control of these things, and my partner is going to give up some level of power to then not follow through and make sure that at least enough of the times, some mm-hmm, of the times, mm-hmm. that your submissive partner is feeling fulfilled and getting back what they're putting into it. I, You sure. know, we've had these conversations because of energies, because of 
circumstances because of physical and mental wellness or illness. Like you can't always give your full hundred percent all of the time at your peak like you would want to. No, nobody can. Nobody can. But when that happens, you have to communicate, hey, this is going on. Hey, that's going on. But but more often than not, a partner who is giving should be receiving something, something. It should not be that the little bit they receive are the crumbs, are the, that it happens so infrequently. And I'm, this is me filling in blanks here. I don't know this, but this is where my mind goes. They're probably receiving so infrequently that they're grateful for it when they get it. That is a um, lack of responsibility on the dominant partner's part. They took advantage of what they get as a dominant Mm -hmm. and won't give back. And you know what? You know what? People do have stressful jobs and work can be a lot. But I know from experience that if JB knows he can't give at the level that he is going to receive at, then we're not doing any fucking thing yeah. because it's it's not supposed to be one sided. Not and, all of the time. And you know, while we while while I am not absolutely perfect, you know, for the most part, I do try to communicate that to you. Right. At times, you know, when when I see those things coming on. Right. And and that's a practice and you get better at it over time. You yeah. know, it can I go back to it depends on how each partner views their individual roles in power exchange and, and the stereotypes and the cliches and the fantasy they mm-hmm. have in their head. And it is very easy for a dominant to not want to admit air quote weakness. It's very easy for a submissive to give too much because they're afraid of letting their partner down. That is not uncommon at all. And it comes back to communicating before you get in the middle of it. To me, Mm -hmm. short of a medical fucking emergency, if you are in the middle of the fucking scene, you are in the middle of the moment and the dom has gotten what they want, they have to follow through. I kind of don't care how tired you are. Well, you know, I really don't have patience or kindness. I don't have charitable mm-hmm. thoughts for that. And and you're absolutely right because, you know, here, this is something that has been negotiated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at that point there, once it's negotiated, that dominant has the responsibility mm-hmm. to follow through with their commitment. Now, let's be clear. Either partner can withdraw their consent at any point. Sure. Nobody has to do anything they don't want to do. But if a dominant partner is constantly or consistently withdrawing their consent after they get what they need and mm-hmm. they like and they enjoy and leaving their partner hanging, then how is this a reciprocal power exchange anymore? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, you know, they, they don't say how long this has been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is something is, is this something that just kind of started short term or, you know, has, has this been going on for for months and months? Or is this a, is this a feature of the relationship or a bug? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I mean, not that I know a whole lot about brats. I don't have a brat. I just have a very sassy individual. You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, one one of the things I do know about brats, um, when they brat, they want that. They're bratting for a reason. Right. Right. You Subconscious know, or consciously. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want that for, for a lot of brats. They want that that struggle, that push and the, pull yeah. to the give you know, and take, the, of, the the give and take of, of the interaction. And and if you're a brat and you're not getting that. 
Yeah, you you know now you're just dissatisfied and and right. And, yeah. So you know that that's a big thing too, and you know not everybody's able to handle brats. You know, no. let's be honest. That that's, no, they're fun until you realize they're work. Yeah, I say that as somebody who rides the line between sass and brat. Yeah, the one thing I would say because bratting typically requires a lot more mental energy from from my perspective and the things I've seen in the conversations I've had. Mm-hmm. Handling a brat and bratting often requires mental energy less physical until you get to a certain point, whatever. Right. And if the problem is that a dominant partner does not have the mental energy to handle it at the time, this is where communication is even more important. There are ways, and they're gonna be different for everybody, where you just sort of come up with kind of a code where you put, it's sort of like you put up the bat signal when you're ready to, you, like you're mm-hmm. feeling, in this case, you're feeling your brattiness, you want it to be reciprocated, but nobody wants to put that energy out and then have it just hang there and then fall away and it not be given back in some way. So if you can develop a shorthand, a system, a way of communicating where you can check in with your dominant partner to see, hey, do you have the energy for this? Because it's a conversation right. we've had a lot of, a lot in the past when we talk about bratting, that it is a consent thing. The person who is being bratted at and now has to respond in whatever way you both deem satisfying, They've got to be ready for that and they've got to be in the moment and in the mindset. And if something's happening consistently where a partner cannot give you that before, it's better to know that before you put that energy out, you may still be dissatisfied and and unfulfilled. And that is a conversation about where is this relationship going? Is it supposed to continue? Are we actually as compatible as we thought we were in this, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can find a balance of putting out a feeler to see, hey, are you up for this? If they're never up for it, I think we're back to negotiation. Is this really what they want? Right. And then you're also back to, are you even compatible? But if what you find is that by giving them the chance to go, "Mm, not right now, maybe later, you know, and there's a balance over time of you get the fulfillment when you expect to get it, right? Like you Mm -hmm. say something or, I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, I'm feeling a little sassy today. How are you feeling? Well, then the answer would be, I'm not feeling it. This is not the time, right? right? And so then, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to do something else. I mean, there, there, there have been times when, uh, Kayla has unleashed the the sass and I've just been, no, this is not the time place for it. But giving you the opportunity to do that means I don't put that sass energy out there and then either get nothing in return or mm-hmm. get the opposite of what is fun, right? <laughs> yeah. And what that means is when I do put that energy out there and you're in the space to give it back as good as you're getting it, mm-hmm. then we're having a better time. Right. So there, I mean, again, I'll go back to a charitable thought. There could mm-hmm. be a managing expectations that yes, your energy levels may be off. Like you want to brat and get and get that feedback from your partner more often than they are willing to accept it. The thing to figure out is, are they ever willing to accept it? If you come up with this little like way of checking in mm-hmm. before you do anything bratty um, mm-hmm. and they never give you the go ahead, then that would tell me that they don't actually want to participate in the bratting. Then you're back to, are you compatible or not? If there's a range of half the time they do and half the time they don't, 
then you have to decide, is that enough for you? Right. Are you fulfilled with that? Um, and I think that's true of any other kind of play. I, you know, in the list that they have, DDLG, that can be kind of ongoing. It can be situational. Pet play can be situational or ongoing. It's, it depends on how you've set that up. If right. it's a, a scene you're planning, now that's where I get really frustrated. If you're planning a scene and you've planned it and you've sat down and right before it's go time, to your knowledge, everybody involved is in it and then you get towards the end of that scene and your dom has gotten what they want and now they're they're done and they think they get to be done. And it's not, again, because there's a boundary, you know, being, being mm -hmm. pushed too hard. It's not a lack of consent. It's not a medical emergency. It's not something that means they cannot fulfill their promise and they're just not. That's a, an irresponsible dominant. Right. And, and I don't know that they deserve to be your dominant. Right. If that's what's at, 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 and if that is the case, then you kind of need to, to look at things and, you know, assess if this is, you know, worth what you want. Right. I, every relationship requires compromise and some level of uh, tiny bits of sacrifice. You don't, right. don't always get what you want when you want it. However, mm -hmm. one partner, should not do all the sacrificing. One partner Correct. should not be walking around wondering if today is the day that maybe they get some of what they want while you mm -hmm. can almost tally up daily how much your partner is getting. And that does tend to fall to submissives. Yeah. And sometimes it's because one or both partners don't understand that there's a power imbalance, but the two sides really are equal. Mm -hmm. um, they don't understand the responsibilities of what a dom ought to be doing right um, i mean even even in a situation where you're talking about someone who um you know leans more to, to towards a slave side you know and and from the outside you would kind of think you know oh my god they they gave up all control you know what do they get out of it that had all been negotiated prior and there are needs and, that they have that are being fulfilled and, by this. And you know, by being in that in in that dynamic, somehow, some way, their needs are being met. Guarantee, if a slave is not having their needs met in that kind of dynamic, I you hope, know, I hope they're noping out of it. Right. <laughs> but the, and that is sometimes the answer. You can have all the conversations you want. You can renegotiate. You mm -hmm. can put up little signals and, and try, you know, to communicate in certain ways to make it very clear for both partners of yeah. what you want, would like to have happen. You can do all of those things and that other partner can still nope out at the wrong time and leave you hanging. And then you're, and at that point, the question has to be, what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. Like how, how is this relationship serving me now? Is it easy to unentangle yourself from a relationship? For many of us, not at all. What if you've got, you're sharing a home? What if you have, you're raising kids? What right. if, you know, sure. And sometimes it's a easier, but it's always still, it's easier. Um, what's the word I want? Um, oh my God, what are words? <laughs> it's easier on the details of we don't, you know, I can go rent a place. I don't, we're not raising kids together, whatever. Right. But that doesn't always make it easy emotionally. So mm -hmm. I'm, I don't suggest re-evaluating whether you should even be in a relationship, you know, cavalierly. I don't, it's not an easy thing. It's often a last resort. Um, and I think that's okay for it to be a last resort if you've done yeah. everything else, but that's, that needs to be the question. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I will say this um, because they don't say if they, you know, are in a, in a long-term committed relationship in any way 
and if they have, you know, have been incorporating DS into their relationship and in, into an existing relationship, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't don't know that. You know, if that is the case, and you know, there there could be other underlying things going on. And I know it's not that easy, like you say, to untangle yourself. You know, if you have a committed, if you have kids, you know, you, you're sharing whatever. a house, whatever. Renegotiating this between yourselves isn't working out. Maybe a kink-friendly counselor. Sure. Would be a way, you know. Sure. Might, might be able to help work through some things because there may be other underlying things going on there, too. Right. But I'm, I, my experience has been... And obviously, I don't have all of the experiences. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm a lurker everywhere, so I'm constantly <laughs> observing, <clears throat> both in person and online. More often than not, it is a mismatch in expectations yeah. of what power exchange is. It's a mismatch in kinks. It's a mismatch in desires. Yeah, ninety percent of the time, it's that. True, true. Um, and some, and more often within that ninety percent, it's from the dominant side it's a misunderstanding of what dominance really is and as this person started out the question is it identity versus kink behavior and for some people if it's not part of their identity it's easier to just put down and go Mm -hmm. i don't want to do this right now right that's where i go back to are you even compatible yeah is power exchange and the kinky play right for the two of you as individuals that is a question only you can answer for yourself right so was very long-winded and windy (laughs) <laughs> but let's do a slight recap, okay? Yeah. Uh, first thing, I agree with you, the most charitable view. Talk to one another and find out if your dominant partner is feeling overwhelmed by everything you negotiated and if you just need to renegotiate and simplify and back off, back up a little bit, put some things to the side and, and not worry about those right now and go for just what you both feel that you can commit to. Right. The other thing would be to create little communication tools, um, codes, ways of interacting so that you can check in with your partner before you go into brat mode, before Hmm. you bring up this, before you, whatever the roles are you're trying to inhabit and get something from, make sure they're on the same page with you. Three, it may be that this person wants all of the privileges of dominance and is not willing to take on the responsibility of it. Mm-hmm. It may be that you are incompatible. It may be, and I hope not, if you're happy, if you're genuinely happy, then I want you to be happy and I want you to be with the person you wanna be with. But if all of those other things are failing and nothing is working, then it may be time to go, what am I doing here? Is this something I can remove myself from? Right. Is this a power exchange I should be in? And there are no easy answers. No, no. It's all complicated. It's all personal. What you may do will be different from what I might do, and that's okay. You just have to figure out what feels right to you in the moment. And then remember, you can change your mind at any time. You can always change your mind. It's true. Take a path, see what happens, and then figure out if that if you need to turn right or left and do something different. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that is, uh, our, those are our thoughts on this week's question. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this week's Q&A episode. If you want us to answer one of your questions, just use the contact page on our website at lovingbdsm.net, or you can find the link in the show notes. Big thanks as always to our kinky community over on Patreon. We're able to do this podcast and keep it going and help kinksters due to your support. If you'd like to be part of our community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash or use the link in the show notes.